The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, Fuel by Daddy and Barbecue. Hour 2 is here, folks. Start hour two with touchdown turnover, backed by Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union, the place where you belong, better rates and better service. Tennessee, Kentucky, tonight, 9 p.m. Touchdown or turnover. Should a Tennessee fan take their family to the Kentucky game if the game is at 9 p.m.? Touchdown. No brainer. No, no. Not, not, no hesitation? No, it's Tennessee-Kentucky. Top 15 matchup almost. Comes once a year. Absolutely take it. Who cares if it's at 9 p.m.? They can sleep later. Sleep when they're dead. Well, the game will probably be over around 11. Yeah, 11, 11.05. Traffic will not be fun. It is assuming that it comes down to the wire and people don't leave early. Even if people do leave early. Home, home by 11.30? No. No chance. Not you, but... No chance. So if you if you stay the whole game, what time do you think somebody will get home if they live in, uh, if they live in Knoxville? Around 12. You know, I'm asking for a friend. I would be surprised if if you made it home before you. This is for my friend. Eleven forty-five. I think you'd be home around twelve. My friend would be home around twelve. What if what if what if my friend got kids and they got school next next morning? It'll be okay. They'll be all right. Get a taste for what college life is like. Stay up late. Get up early. Hmm. Hmm. So, this morning, when you were walking in, you were playing Dr. Dre on your phone. Mm Mm-hmm. My, my my middle daughter, my seven year old, heard it and was like, "Oh, Super Bowl!" I was <laughs> hey, like, that's not for the Super Bowl. I was like what? The she heard about what a minute or two of the song during the Super Bowl halftime show, and never heard the song before. But then, like when you walked in this morning, heard it and was like, "Oh, that's 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 a song from the Super Bowl." She's a uh, she she is she's really smart. She also said this morning, as I was um, hyping up my, my my youngest one about the basketball game tonight, <laughs> she was like, "That's too late. We got school in the morning. <laughs> like we can't we can't do a basketball game tonight. We got school in the morning, Daddy. We can't do that." And all I did was just look at her. I didn't say anything. And I just turned around and left the room. I didn't say anything to her. 
I was like, I don't have any time for your maturity right now. Okay. Go eat your breakfast. Time for school. Sounds about right. 9 p.m. I think we're going to go for it, man. Sorry, teachers. Sorry, teachers, tomorrow. So, if my kids are grumpy. It'll be worth it. It's 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 Kentucky, Tennessee. It's the, the biggest game on television today. You don't get many of these opportunities. No. To create memories and moments with your kids. A lot of the reasons why you guys are Tennessee fans is because of your childhood. Going to games with your father and your mother and your granddaddy and your grandma and since being out and especially doing the show, we get those stories so much. During the football season, you know, we were doing Tennessee Prime. It goes as fried chicken and one of the ladies there that worked there, she lost her husband. And she talked about how her husband would take her grandbaby to the game all the time. All the time. And her grandbaby's like 16 years old now. And she would always share those stories with me. And during the season, you know, we get tickets from our anonymous Tennessee fan that donate season tickets to the show to give to people that are deserving. And that week we gave a pair of tickets to her along with the parking pass so she could take her granddaughter to the game. It was the first time that she'd been to the game and the first time that her granddaughter's been to the game since her husband passed away, who was a big Tennessee fan. And then I see, you know, photos on social media of 40-year-olds with their dad or granddad when they were six, seven years old. Pictures barely barely got color. <laughs> um, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of jorts in these pictures. Old school. And I didn't grow up as a, as a Tennessee fan. I didn't grow up going to one sporting event as a spectator. Not one. Not one. And so now as a father, I'm like, man, I want to I create those moments for my, for my kids. I want my kids to grow up and think about that one time we went to that game or that one time we went to to the bowl game in Nashville and that one time we went to the 2015 Tennessee Arkansas game and all she remembers is turned down for what even though we lost the game and thinking about the time that we had and to go look at photos from from those games that's what I want to create so that's that's my motivation for tonight we'll see how we'll see how it works out Totally worth it. We'll see how it works out, man. See how it works out. Better take some naps before the game. Better take some naps. Yes, that, that I'm. I already have my nap planned for today. You gonna need it, man. 
We are going to need it. Tony Vitello meets with the media at 12.30. Going to go do that. Then I'm going to go home, take my nap, wake up, go to the gym, come back, get ready, go to the game. Bam. Good question on the text box. I know it wasn't for Volstorm. He don't ask questions. He makes statements. Ain't that right, Volstorm? Because he got, he got all the answers. So when you have all the answers, you don't need to ask questions. You make statements. And that's what Volstorm does. Don't hype him up. He doesn't deserve it. Kentucky Vol says, has Barnes lost both regular season games against Kyle since he has been in Tennessee? That's a good question. That is. Do you have that answer? Is that I believe the answer is no. That's what I was leaning towards. But I will double check. When was uh, Barnes' first year? It wasn't last year. They they beat them in Lexington. No balls. What about what about year before? Year before that Barnes was the fifteen. Two thousand fifteen was Barnes' first year. The year before was the Folky game in Lexington. So so that they've actually lost two straight at home to. Kentucky. What about like when you play more than once in the regular season in Tennessee? Have, have we lost both games? Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm looking up. Can I'm we can we find that? 1819 in 1819, Tennessee lost in Lexington. That was when they got blown out the Grant and Admiral team, and then they blew them out at home. So it wasn't. That year. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So going back to 17 18. We're good. We're good. We're good. That was the Lamonte Turner year. Man, he hit the, the, the shot at the end. Yep. So clutch. Actually, Tennessee swept. Yep, swept Kentucky that year. Oh, 17 man. 18. That was so fun. 16 17. I don't remember that year off the top of my head. So fun. Tennessee. Did beat Kentucky 82-80 to 80 in Knoxville. Lost to them on the road. So it wasn't 16-17. 15-16 was his first year, right? So the answer is no. The answer is no, Ben. Well, I'm, I'm at his. No. You're looking at it right hey, there. Yeah, the answer is no. Yep, the answer is no. He has never been swept by Kentucky. Yep, 15, 15 we only played him once. That, that was the year. No, well, played we played him twice. We have 15. been swept. Mm-hmm. So, 15, we played more once? Yeah, we played them twice. In the SEC uh, tournament? No, we played them twice in the regular season. Oh, Wikipedia is terrible. You you beat them in Knoxville, February 2nd, 84-77. to 77. That was the year that Devin Booker ran into the cheerleader. That was the, uh, the first Rick Barnes-Kentucky game, and he won in Knoxville, and then they went to Lexington on February 18th, two weeks later, and lost 80-70. to 70. So... Rick Barnes has never been swept by Kentucky. Let's keep that going today. Assuming 15-16 was his first year. Yeah, 15 was his first year. The basketball years throw me off because it encompasses two years. But the last time, uh, 14-15 was the last uh, since he played him once. Which actually, that I think 14-15 was Barnes' first year. Yeah, that might be a that might be a during the break project to to look at. Maybe Wikipedia is, is a little off. I don't know, man. Cause you're looking at a pretty 
Rick Barnes has never been swept. 14-15 was Tyndall. His first year was 15-16, and he, he won in Knoxville this year. He's never been swept by Kentucky. Keep it going. So that is on the line tonight, unless you can uh, lose and then somehow beat him in the SEC tournament. So that that is on the line tonight. That's a great stat. I mean, he he has had a tremendous amount of success against Kentucky. I I never thought I'd see so much success against Kentucky. I'd be curious to know what Bruce was against Kentucky over his time. I'm genuinely curious because off the off the top of my head, it would it would feel like Rick has had more success against Kentucky. I can't believe you did that, Rob Bruce. Oh boy, John K says Kevin Steele is my go-to for receiver evaluation. Interesting. Hmm. Why? That's what I want to know. Why? 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 Um. So the other McKee asked a question about football. In hour number one, why did these guys that were so hyped up last spring not produce last season? Was it a smoke screen or did they actually have great springs? Uh, Anderson Colby, Dane Davis, and um, Joe Milton. You get your stuff, the media gets their stuff from the coaches. And who they think is doing a good job who looks good in that moment and that's the thing like you have to understand other McKee you can you can you can be the best player or look the best during the spring you can have a great spring and not do it in the games when you have a roster that is not where it needs to be from a talent and depth standpoint. Iron sharpens iron. So, if Tennessee had like the number one secondary in the country coming back and you had two or three players that have a chance to be in the first, second, third round and our receivers are torching them consistently, then you can say, all right, receivers going to be good this year. Or this guy, this guy just went up against – Freaking Jason Allen or Jonathan Wade or or um, Rashawn Galden or Cam Sutton and those guys we know will be a first day selection in, in the NFL draft. But we were talking about some players that did a good job in the spring with a decimated roster. So it's not that oh they were just hyped up for no reason. It's no, they had a they you report what you see, you report what you what you hear, and they had a good spring. You play in the SEC. And Dane had some good moments. He also had some bad moments. Joe didn't have the year that that the coaches expected for him to have. He expected But Joe didn't participate during the spring. Remember, he came right after the spring, the week after the spring game. So a lot of Joe Milton hype was about, you know, his his physical attributes and what he could do throwing the football. 
And then when Paul Camp started, there was reports about him actually throwing the ball and uh, big plays down the football field. It just didn't translate to the games. And that happens. It's part, it's part of the game. Some players can carry it over. Some players can't. Bruce was 9-16 and 16 against Kentucky. Thank you for whoever did that. Thank you to whoever did that research. Tennessee uh, T-10 Vol. Downtown Vol. No. Yeah, you're right. He played him 25 times. That's pretty incredible. Jamie G says, did y'all see the video of Kelly Harper on SEC Insider? She was building the team about being tough. Loved it. Yep. Uh, we talked about that at hour number one, and that game was against Arkansas. Um and she probably was talking about how we could not stop Amber Ramirez from lighting up from outside. Because that's what Kelly Harper was talking about at the beginning of the speech. Not, you know, no, no threes and defending the three, getting a hand and shooters' faces. Volfan prefers Alyssa Lane. I don't believe we've ever lost a basketball or football game when she's working the game. I, For one of the sports, I know that is 1,000% fact. I think it's football. When Alyssa Lang has, has been on the sideline for football games, Tennessee has never lost. And I think that carries over to basketball as well. So I, I know it's true for, for one of the sports for sure, and I, I think it is as well for both. So we need Alyssa Lang on every game. That's right. Jason from the borough. Good morning, Jason. Says, are y'all surprised Milton hasn't left? No. Where's he going to go? Yep. He's not already, surprised. Already had his one-time transfer. Yep, not surprised. All he can do is transfer down, and obviously he's not me, but if I were him, I would sit behind Hendon this year, learn from him, try to really develop, and – I would rather bet on myself for one season in 2023 than transfer down a level, play immediately, and play two years. Yeah, if I'm if I'm Joe Milton, I would stay too. I would I would soak up as much information I can from Josh Heupel. Uh, the culture is good. That's you know I want to be a part of that culture. You only need one good season. That's all you need. If if the NFL is something you want to do, you only need one good season. Josh Allen came out of Wyoming, had one one good season. was was a, was a JUCO guy, came out of nowhere. One good season, boom. I think about like Dwayne Haskins, no Cardell Jones. Remember Cardell Jones at Ohio State when Ohio State won the championship. Beat Alabama in the semis. And then I think they beat Oregon in the uh, final. This was the first year or second year of the college football playoff. But Cardell Jones replaced an injured JT Barrett. One year. And that that's all you need. So if I'm Joe Milton, I'm learning. And I know people are listening going, NFL. <laughs> you, can, you, you can develop. You can get better. Cedric Tillman showed us you can get better each and every year. It's not where you are right now. It's where you, you can be 
in two years. It's a process. If you handle the handle it the right way, you can be the player you want to be when your time comes. So if Joe handles this time the right way and gets his mind right, gets his head right, because physically there's nothing wrong there. It's all mental. He gets his mind right. Hendon leaves after this year. He'll be competing for the job. If he gets it, boom, one year, and you're 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 gone. You can go do what you want to do at the next level. And then also, like, we were lucky last year. Lucky. As much as Hendon ran, he didn't get hurt where he had to lose or miss time. Lucky. You think about all the quarterbacks over the last decade, two decades, they get hurt. Casey Clawson got hurt in 02. Ainge got hurt. 06 had to play had to play Crompton. Schaefer got hurt in 04. Ainge got hurt in 04. Play Rick Clawson. Tyler Bray got hurt. He played Justin Worley when he was a youngster. We got lucky with Dobbs. But guys, I mean, quarterbacks get hurt. And we were lucky last year with um, Hendon, Hendon's health. So, it's not about Joe Milton right now. It's where he can be if he handles the next two years the right way. Because no one would have said, oh, yeah. Lante will be in the Senior Bowl or have a chance to get drafted. I two, did two years two years ago. I did. Yeah, right. I was saying it every day. Yeah, sure, sure. Or Dale Taylor, Darrell Taylor, two years before he got drafted. You just, I mean, you just never know, man. You never know. I use an extreme example: Joe Burrow. Like Joe Burrow was a backup at. Ohio State. And then two years later, he's the number one overall pick. Just You just never know. That's not his name. It is Joe Burr. Whatever. Joe Burr. Whatever. The show, the Joe Shiesty nickname is terrible, by the way. Joe Burrow does not, name, does not need to be nicknamed after a rapper with the worst name of all time. He doesn't need to be named after... Who shiesty. I agree. 100%. Hey, man. Um, speaking of quarterbacks, you ready to get in on a Carson Wentz sweepstakes, Ben? Uh, no. Huh? Huh? You nope. take Carson Wentz nope. or you taking nope. Mason Rudolph? Nope. Huh? Which one? No is, is not an answer. It's or. It's You have to take one or the other. Which one I mean, if, I, if, I, if that was my only two options, I'd take Carson Wentz. Not even think twice about it. Mason Rudolph is poo-poo. He sucks. I don't want Mason Rudolph. He's trash. Okay, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to get you riled up. I didn't mean to trigger you. 865-255-03. Stay with us. The conversation doesn't stop when the show is over. Follow the Swain event on Twitter and like the show on Facebook. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. 
Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you, because when you look good, you feel good. Go to MarkNelsonDenim.com. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at swainevent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42st.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. Top 100 barbecue restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup, or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. There is no better restaurant in town to enjoy the madness of March with. Cheer on the Vols and the Lady Vols with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. I know missing the show live is a bummer, but don't fret. You can catch up on the podcast posted daily on the app online and on iTunes. Awesome!
Tom. I don't understand this. I don't understand the point of, 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 of this at all. What I'm what am I uh, referring to is Colin Murray, quarterback, Arizona Cardinals. Hmm. He posted yesterday that uh, on Instagram that all of this nonsense is not what I'm about and vowed to grow and get better. This was the day after sources had described the Cardinals quarterback to ESPN's Chris Mortensen as self-centered, immature, and someone who points fingers. Now, Kyler recently scrubbed any reference of the Cardinals from his Instagram account. I just don't understand the point of doing that. Like what does that what does that do? Like, what positive do you get from doing that? Like I understand if you're in a relationship with a guy or girl, or whatever, and you break up or you're married, get divorced, and you don't want all that on there. I get that, but you're the quarterback. You still have another year in your contract. It seems very immature to me. And by the looks of how the Cardinals finish during the regular season and in the playoffs, it seems like something is up there with hmm. the Arizona Cardinals. That sounds for me. Kyler Murray says, I play this game for the love, it, love of it, my teammates, and everyone who has helped me get to this position that believed in me and to win championships. All of this nonsense is not what I'm about, never has been, never will be. Anyone was step between those lines with me, know how hard I go. Love me or hate me, but I'm going to continue to grow and get better. There's no question about how hard Kyler Murray plays. But this is really the first bit of adversity for, for Kyler Murray. He's never really lost. He was basically undefeated as a high school quarterback. Goes down as one of the best high school. I think he was undefeated. Uh, yeah, he goes down as one of the best high school football players ever. Mm-hmm. Like, ever. Not just in Texas, but ever. Ever, 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 he, ever. He goes to Texas AM, and him and Cal Allen are, you know, competing for the job. He plays a little bit, and they both transfer. He goes to o- OU. He sits behind Baker Mayfield. When it's his turn, he goes in and wins wins a freaking Heisman. He's a first overall pick. Has a decision to make between baseball. He he was selected by the Oakland A's or or football. He does a weird interview with Dan Patrick, him and his father, where Dan asked him 
all right, what you going to do? You going to play football? You going to play b- baseball? And they won't answer the question. I mean, you make you make Dan Patrick look like a fool. You make yourself look like a fool. That was the first time I was like, yo, something. Dan like- Patrick deserves it. Want to talk about Jason Witten being the next head coach and McDonald's bags, yeah, spreading was- all these lies and rumors. That's, that was pre-karma. That was bad. That's what you get, Dan Patrick. That's a bad Dan Patrick moment. That was that That's was what you get. That was probably Take the worst. That, for data. that was the worst Dan Patrick moment I, I've ever witnessed. And the McDonald's yeah. or the Kyler Murray? Well, no, his his Jason Witten <laughs> McDonald's stuff. That was that like that was <sighs> so and, comical. And getting into the getting into this business like him and Colin Cowherd and you know those are some of the guys like I would like listen to and. look to as like mentors, but man, that was a bad moment for Dan Patrick. But that that interview with Kyler Murray on Dan Patrick, when Dan was simply asking him, like, you playing baseball, you playing football, like that was a red flag to me. He was so like nonchalant, low energy, too cool, body language was body language was meh. And like it's really the same body language that you see now. And you this is all magnified because of how they finished and, you know, how they played. Playing quarterback, there's rules that come with playing quarterback. As he, Kyler Murray, was not happy that he was made the scapegoat when they lost 34-11 to 11 in the playoffs against the Rams. Yeah. When you win you get more credit than you deserve. And when you lose, you get more blame than you deserve. The head coach and the quarterback, that's where they're tied at the hip. There's so many times when a coach calls a play. It's a routine, easy play, no special design. But the player makes an incredible play. But what do we do sometimes as fans? What a call. What a call by the man. What a good job by the coach. Uh, the player made the coach look good in that, in, that, in that situation. The same call, if the player fumbles or don't carry out their responsibility, of course that player gets the criticism, but guess who else gets the criticism? It's the coach. Like, the coach just called, just made the call. And it was a good call, it just didn't work. But the, the coaches sometimes get more blame than they deserve. And they get more credit than they deserve. And when you play quarterback, you kind of know that's part of it. It's what you sign up for. You understand that. Chemistry is such a big part of the game. Such a big part of the game. And the Cardinals, they're a perfect example of a team that, that lost it. And you got to have that leadership from your quarterback. And you got to be able to step into or step in front of a train for your teammates and take the blame. Coaches, take the blame for your team, for your players. Hopefully, Colin Murray learns from, from this. And he won't. I hope, hope he does. There's always I, been that sense of arrogance with him. I hope he does. But that's like we were talking about Joe Milton segment before, and not saying that Joe Milton is like Colin Murray, but like, 
that's what makes Hendon special is because Hendon did a better job of, of the intangibles and the other stuff besides the physical traits that are also important for a quarterback to have, throwing the ball and running, all that good stuff. It's it's galvanizing the guys and them trusting you and them, you know, them following your lead. Like all that stuff matters. And until Kyler is able to do that, he won't be successful like like he wants to be. He won't be a champion. That's the that's the difference. Speaking of uh, NFL, I'm surprised I didn't see more of Stars Don't Matter narrative when talking about Cooper Cup because Cooper Cup. Well, I saw that narrative. Well, that is, that, is, that, is, that is predictable then. Yes. Because every year it happens, right? Mm-hmm. You have a player that. I've seen his rival screenshot of him having zero stars a million times on social media the last couple of days. And that's and like that's okay. Who who does that speak to? Who is that directed to? Cooper Cup, that's directed to the individual high school players all around the the country, the individual college players who are at small schools right now. Like that is for you. Mm-hmm. It's meant for you. To give you hope. To Not know, to give up on your dreams. To Yes, to know that if you put the work in, if you're good, they'll come get you. They'll find you. You'll get your opportunity. And when you do have that opportunity, you just make sure you're ready. Just like the UTC offensive lineman two weeks ago at the Senior Bowl. I forget his name off the top of my head, so forgive me. But a UTC offensive lineman was invited to the Senior Bowl. And he performed exceptionally well. It's like Cole, Cole Strange. Yeah, Cole Strange. There you go. That's what I was thinking, but I didn't want to butcher it. So I just said I forgot it. Uh, he he was awesome. Jim Jim Nagy's been tweeting about him the the last day or so, and tweeting out clips of him going going up against big time D one defensive linemen and and winning those battles. Where's he from? Knoxville, right? Knoxville, Tennessee, Farragut High School. Yep. So, he, I mean, he, he played football at UTC, and he got his opportunity. He was ready for it. He performed well, and now he's going to be an NFL draft pick and and probably have a 10-year career in the NFL. Perfect example of the NFL will find you. 100%. Also a perfect example of it's not where you start. Where you finish. It's not where you start because it's easy to say, wait a minute, man. If he's going to be in senior bowl, senior bowl, and he's right there at the NFL level, why in the heck did he not get an offer coming out of Farragut High School, SEC school? How in the heck did he not be in Tennessee? Because he wasn't ready then. He wasn't ready physically, mentally. He wasn't ready. That's a simple answer. So before you give up on anybody who has not been at played at a certain level by a certain time in their careers, if they still have eligibility here, 
at Tennessee or any college, they still have an opportunity for the light to cut on and go be a professional. You still have time. But back to Cooper Cup. Because you look at his star ranking, you look at, I saw clips from his um, Senior Bowl, the Cooper Cup's highlights from the Senior Bowl. I saw those. And um, it's easy to, to throw out a hot take on social media. And this is why, like, some sometimes – I prefer to bring up topics and discuss topics on the show rather than on social media because you can have context. On social media, you can't. And the goalposts are moved. The narrative changes. You start all talking about one thing. 30 minutes later, the conversation shifted to something else. And then it's an argument. It's just not worth it. It's always fun to argue. It's just not worth it. Just like you blowing up my mentions yesterday, arguing with somebody about our state. I don't think it was an argument. It was a conversation. It's your fault, by the way. Your fault. It's not my fault you want to be the fan police and tell people how to cheer. No. It's your fault that that I got that message. But with Cooper Cup, just because you have an individual make the stars system, make the star system wrong doesn't mean stars don't matter because the stars matter and they also don't matter they 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 matter in certain situations and they don't matter in other situations and if you are an individual and you are rated low it shouldn't matter for you that's why it doesn't matter because you don't let somebody tell you how good you can be, how good you are, how you're going to progress at college. You determine that. That's why it don't matter. You determine how good you are, how valuable you can be. Here's when they do matter. Well, they do matter when you're talking about Team recruiting success. So the teams that recruit classes the best are usually the teams who compete for championships. So those recruiting rankings matter. But individual recruiting rankings, they don't matter. Because you can develop and be Khalil Mack. You can be Cooper Cup. You can be Aaron Donald, who's a three-star. Like, you can – three-stars are not terrible anyways, but, like, you can – you can be the player you want to be. That's when stars don't matter. Maybe, maybe it's me because I just maybe it's me that I didn't see more of that. The the Cooper Cup story is just tremendous. I mean, there there's an interview out there, his senior year of high school, where the person is asking him, "How does it feel that you're about to play your final football game ever?" Ooh. And he, he just kind of said, it, it's pretty surreal, hoping that uh, somebody sees me and, and gives me an opportunity. Hopefully I can go somewhere and, and earn an opportunity. So uh, he, he wasn't even supposed to play past high school. 
And then he goes to Eastern Washington and just absolutely puts up crazy, crazy numbers. And it, it was cool to see the, the video last week floating out of Sean McVay going mm-hmm. up to Eastern Washington to to work him out himself. Mm. Uh, and then you had another crazy tie-in, like current head coach that was like throwing him the ball or, or, or something like that. Pretty pretty cool there. But his his crazy is or uh, his story is it, it it's it's unique. It's not one that will be copied all that often. It, it is it's the type of story that a, a movie's made off of, like they did with Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. It, it's it's incredible. It really is. It really is. 865-255-03. And our number three, we got some tickets to give out to the baseball game on Saturday, courtesy of Jennifer Morse with Keller Williams Realty. She is a huge baseball fan. She is a big Tennessee baseball fan. And um, she's going to the game this weekend. But on Saturday, she wants to bless a Tennessee fan or two. With free tickets to watch the Diamond Vols debut their season. A lot of excitement for Tennessee baseball this year. Get your get your blanket, get your get your hot coffee, hot chocolate, and get ready for some Tennessee baseball. We'll take a quick time out. Hour two is brought to you by Action 247. Great promotion going on today. Bet $50 on a college basketball parlay plus 200 or greater odds, and you will receive an automatic free $20 bet. Ben, that's a good one for you to get in on right there, man. Sounds like it. Bet $50 on a parlay today plus 200 or greater odds, and you automatically get a $20 free bet. That is action two four seven. Use the promo code Swain Event today to start with action. Tennessee's only legal sports book. Download their app, Action247. Give them a follow on Twitter at TN Action247. Be right back. For what is coming up on the Swain Event? Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. Top 100 barbecue restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for Pickup, Or, if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. There is no better restaurant in town to enjoy the madness of March with. Cheer on the Vols and the Lady Vols with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. 
We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill, or call 865-693-5400. There are articles and news stories that you read about the things that people do. And when you're reading those and you start to shake your head, you start to scratch your head a little bit, you get confused. You don't understand why. You start to ask questions. But really, there's only one question that matters. What is that question you may ask? For what? Six five two hundred fifty five zero three Irish Networks Hotline. 
90 days, no payment for business, fiber, internet, and voice. Something to highlight some silliness. It is. What you got over there, Ben? I'm I'm putting Auburn on for what? We talked about it yesterday. Again? Yeah, for the same thing. I, I just want to officially put them on for what and, and put them in front of the congregation because they, they deserve it. They deserve it. Retaining Brian Harson is just, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just, it's asinine what, the, what they have put him through, first and foremost. And to do it after his first season is incredible. And he is a he is a dead man walking. It would have been better. Now I don't agree with the decision to to fire him. I I don't think all of the reasons that they were trying to find to fire him were legitimate after the first season. If it was after year three, year four, okay, I get it. But after the first year, I I was not with it. But they reached a certain point to where they just should have cut bait and and go out. And get Lane Kiffin or Hugh Freeze. I mean, that's really what they should have done. Hugh Freeze would have ran to Auburn on glass. And I do think that the SEC would have allowed him back into the league because, like Chris Lowe has long said, Ole Miss is no longer on probation or being punished for his actions. Commissioner Sankey, and rightfully so, didn't want him in the league while they were still being punished. That, that did not seem fair, and I completely agree with that, but Ole Miss isn't in trouble anymore. There's no reason Hugh Freeze shouldn't get a second chance back in the SEC. And he would run to Auburn. Lane Kiffin would crawl to Auburn from Oxford. So I, I just think that this is a, a really dumb move. And the whole situation gets for what? You, you've got a coach now who's a dead man walking. We all know he's going to be fired after this upcoming season. You're not going to be able to recruit. It's going to be absolutely miserable down on the plains from now until December. Bruce Pearl doing great things. Got everybody believing. But you've only got a month and a half left of Bruce Pearl. And then y'all will forget about basketball. And you'll be thinking about football all summer. And you'll be mad at the world because Brian Harson will still be your head football coach. It's just a dumb move after a, a, a dumb situation. Just cut off both your feet, why don't you? I just, that, that whole situation officially gets it for what today? I'm going to give some LeBron James haters a for what. Yes. Because LeBron went to Super Bowl. He went to Super Bowl to have a good time. And some LeBron James haters are making it seem like that LeBron shouldn't go out and have a good time because his team is not good. That makes no sense. He's a professional athlete. His job is basketball. Just because your job isn't great or you have a bad moment in your job, that doesn't mean you don't go out and and, and put that to a side and have a good time when it's time to have a good time. You compartmentalize. Oh, it's been a rough week at work. Let me go out and have a good time Friday night. That's basketball. That's that's LeBron's job. And every game he puts in that work, he's playing arguably like the best of his career at 37. 
Joe Burrow lost the Super Bowl and went out and had a good time and was on stage with Kid Cudi. And neither is bad. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be able to have fun when it's time to have fun. Hour three coming up. Low T Center and lowtcenter.com. Do you know? You-